1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. CTmobile.com.
2: We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. We continue on the heels of a Sabres win last night, 7-0 over the Kings. Dan Dunleavy is with us, but he doesn't get first word in this segment and <laughs> belongs to Marty, who has dun, 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 a correction. Correction, correction.
1: Got to make the correction. Um, Because of our great listeners, and uh, one in particular, James Finch of AFP Analytics in uh, Rochester, we've talked to him on the show. He uh, made sure that I knew that no, UPL has one year left before UFA uh, eligibility because he's a March 9th birthday. So it'll be 25 this year. So it'll be 26 a year from now and he'll be 27 before uh, you know that July one. So um, yeah, so he has one more year after that. I believe that's what it is. Okay. So that's... giving him a, 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 actually, no, yeah. So he has two years. So we can't give him, he can't get a two year, the, correction on the correction. I was thinking a two-year deal. If you do that, you walked him to UFA. If you uh-huh. give him a one-year deal, then uh-huh. you can renegotiate before he becomes a UFA. That's, the, that's how you, you put it. So it's right. complicated. My math is foggy. But yes, he's a year earlier than I thought to UFA um, because of that.
2: Yeah, but it also just shows that your original instincts were maybe what you were thinking all along. Like if you do the one, you're safe, and then you figure out, longer term i just uh, yes. i complicated the matter because i raised an eyebrow immediately at giving one year look i, get I jumped one... the
1: gun i jumped the gun and that's my <laughs> fault and dan um <laughs> talking about jumping the gun uh late in the game last night we had some audio issue with rob ray with about a minute and a half two minutes left no. did you, did ever cross your mind that maybe rob ray was gonna just say i'm out and then jump the board and run out the exit with b- before the game ended because his uh, microphone seemed to be having some issues
3: well, you're almost daring me to uh, you're almost daring me to unveil some secrets of Rob's end of game tactics, um, not necessarily television. So I'm going to partially avoid the question because, <laughs> yes, there's always the possibility that if Razor can get out a minute or two early, I think on anything, he'd be game for it. But, yeah, jumping over the boards would be another issue.
1: Well, and when I it's know. a radio game, he's up in the press box with you. When it's a TV game, he's down mm-hmm. between the benches at home. I didn't um, bring up
3: radio games. You did.
1: No, I'm bringing it <laughs> up. Yeah, but we were showing on MSG the, the, the race that Razor always does from the between the benches all the way out. That's where he was once surprised by Taidomi, and he, I thought he. Uh, he acted really scared when he got surprised, but <laughs> but when you know there was, I looked. I was actually preparing for the post game, and then you mentioned we were having a little uh, audio issue with Rob Ray. I turned around because I'm thinking, is he still in between yeah. the benches? Is that what the audio issue is? Yeah, that- somebody
3: hit him again or what? No, Joe just wanted our Joe Pinner, our producer for those watching, listening. He just mentioned in my head, said, "Hey, um, you might have to take it for the next couple of seconds here because we've lost Rob's mic. We don't know if we're going to get it back before the end of the game." At that point, there were f- oh, 43, 48 seconds left. So yeah. I was fairly confident we could get the job done and Razor <laughs> would be, and that Razor would not be offended if he was done for the night.
2: Yeah, yeah Rob, I'm to no, I mean, figure, I, I'm actually surprised that uh, my assumption is that he doesn't want to get caught walking behind the players you know, on the bench (laughs) to escape the scene. But I feel like if anybody would have the confidence Uh, to do that, it would be Rob. What did you see from uh, your vantage point last night that uh, is uh, meaningful moving forward to the next game versus Florida slash the remainder of the 30 games on the schedule? Uh,
3: A lot of things meaningful. Can I quickly bring up a story, though, because you touched on a memory about whatever. whatever And and it's a lacrosse one, so you like it. Uh, And it does have a Buffalo flavor to it. Um, You mentioned if Razor had to go behind the bench, there was a time when uh, in working with Toronto at that time, Les Bartley, who a former bandits coach, as you know, and I tell the story often was coaching uh, with the rock. Um, uh, The color commentator with me on radio and we traveled with the team, he was standing on the floor while the guys were practicing quite often. And Blair would pick up a lacrosse stick because he's a former player and he just kind of wanted to be one of the guys. To your point about Rob, if he went behind the bench, if he got stuck there, someone might tell him, "Well, you're here now. You got to coach this thing." And all of a sudden, the heat would be on. And I always remember Les Bartley saying to Blair, "He said, if I find you on the floor in five seconds, when I turn around, you're playing tonight." And Blair got off the floor in like two <laughs> seconds. You know, it's kind of just something to say, but it was—it just jogged my memory on that. And and. I often like to recall Les Bartley stories. But anyway, yeah, uh, last That would night, be
1: ugly, Dan. If Dan, if Razor found himself on the bench, that would be ugly.
3: I think we've all witnessed him though when he's when Rob's watching his son's team play, right? When the Junior Sabres team is playing yeah. and he's watching that game, and he'll often do it as well on the bus. Uh and some of the guys are on the bus, some of it's staff, and we're going to the game, whether it's a practice or a skate, whatever. Um and Rob gets quite into it, and sometimes I don't know if he forgets that he's that into it, and there's other people around, but it's quite um it's great to hear the emotion, it's great to hear how into it it is and but he gets quite vocal at times, so it's interesting, but for last night, yeah, a lot of great things listen um, and I think you you hit on the first one, which is pretty obvious. It's the continuous solid play that they're getting in net from Muko Pekalukin, and, and I just think the growth that we're seeing. Not only in his game, but in how he's handling himself away from the moments that he's making the saves. Whether it's you know between the whistles, whether it's just before a game, after a game. I saw him yesterday morning um, after Eric Comrie came onto the ice. As always, he was very close behind, and I just happened to be on the bench, just saying hello to some people, and he came out, and he just has a different walk to him right now, and that has to come, comes with success. I understand it. But that success is something, that's Brian, you mentioned, that's been earned. It's not something that's been given to him. So I think that he's found a way to find it in his own head that he's made this his team within his position. And he's doing his part. And as Rob mentioned many times last night, the Sabres were in really good position on rebounds uh, when they were necessary. I think he took care of a lot of rebounds himself yesterday, but uh, Marty and you can attest to this. Uh, the guys were on the right side of those rebounds and they were on the right side of the opposition players to try to get to those rebounds. So you didn't have to worry about the appearance of looking like you maybe were unaware somebody was goal side on you or whatever, because you just got there first and you took care of things. So uh, and help from the post too. I always say this in sports and, you know, in the, in the wake of a football season the people here are still frustrated about, you can have the best player at the best position. At some point, you need some breaks. And they got it with goalposts last night, too, a couple of times. And I know the score, it wouldn't have mattered, uh, but certainly it would have mattered to the end result, which was another and four shutout for him. So um, that aside, I really like seeing Zach Benson get rewarded for continually doing, uh, playing the game the right way, uh, for engaging in battles with the defensemen, again, who are 6-2, 200 pounds and it just doesn't seem to sway him at all which is something that I enjoy now and then I look to the future I remember turning uh, to the folks in the booth last night we had some guests up there with us as you probably had on the set as well part of the fan experience.
2: is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
3: And I turned to him and I said, We're seeing this from an 18 year old. Wait until he grows into the true man hockey player body and mindset where he's going to be able to say, I've done this since the first day I got here. And now he's, mm-hmm. you know, he'll bring more tools with A, being experienced and just how nutrition and everything else works with what he's got to do there. And then on the other end, it was just movement. Um, you often hear the phrase, and I truly believe in it, how hard did you work without the puck? And I think the Sabres without the puck last night worked really, really hard, and that's what showed the benefit. And I think on nights when we all see, and it's plain to see, that they don't have success as a group, um, one of the first things, and then Don even brings it up at the end of the game, is that they just they didn't bring the work ethic, which is extremely frustrating for everybody probably to say, admit, and then to hear, but at the end of the day, If they bring that same work ethic that they did against L.A., I don't care if L.A.'s hot or cold. They were pretty good coming in. Um, Not great, but pretty good. If they bring that same work ethic and positional hockey play against the Panthers, they're going to be much better off than they would have been, you know, let's say 10 games ago with Florida coming in here trying to do the whole globetrotter routine on them again.
1: Uh, Dan, a little this or that for you, because one of my talking points that I haven't gotten to yet is Alex talk, And then so it made me think of, he talked to Benson – made me think of the two lines. The Middlestat line, who had a great night. Jordan Greenway had a fantastic night. Obviously, number one star was given the sword after the game, and that's great. But I think that Dylan Cousins had a pretty significant impact on the game as well. He, Paterka, and Benson. So this or that, which one is the one line between Cousins and, and Middlestat that you think is 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 driving the bus and and maybe it's both equally but i'm just saying like if you had to pick one which one do you see of late here of the last four or five games is driving the bus
3: well uh, okay i'll jump right to it i think when jordan greenway is playing a game that he's capable of playing and when he's got line mates that he can work with and feed off of as he does right now i think he's a difference maker obviously it's pretty obvious for jordan greenway Um, who loves playing the game, it's doing that every single night. I think if he does, he is a bit of a beast of a difference that the Sabres have wanted when they acquired him. When you look at his size, when you look at how he can play the game, puck retrieval at times, he can be a disruptor as well. And he's kind of sneaky how he does it. It's not like this big, I don't know, it's not like an expected thud or presence not might might not be the right word but all of a sudden he shows up and he's got a strip and the play in the corner he's a part of it and I think he's feeding off of guys like middlestat and I think Alex tuck feeds off of that as we saw last year when Casey played between he and Jeff Skinner so um not to ignore but you asked me to choose one because I agree that Dylan Cousins is playing straight ahead hockey again which is great mm-hmm. um as is JJ Piterk, and I think I've said many times I don't think JJ realizes how good he can be in this league I think he's just doing it because he's got the skill And the gifts to do it that he's worked on at this point, I think once he really figures it out, uh, you know, sky's the limit for 77 as far as I'm concerned. But I'll go with my first choice there to answer your question.
2: Well, uh, John Jason is on pace for 30 goals and we shall see if he hits it. He is trailing only David Pasternak in first goals of games this year as he added his seventh last night. The challenge for Buffalo is to maintain the uh, high shooting percentage we saw last night. You know, Jordan Greenway is actually now leading all Sabres regulars in shooting percentage at 14.8. Last year, the team had five players over that number. It just has not materialized for those five players. Specifically, we all know who they are, the ones that were above and right below the 30-goal plateau. So we'll see if uh, the shooting percentage can uh, make life a little easier for them moving forward. Dan, thank you. you. All against the Panthers. All right, guys. Thanks. And we have tons to get to around the NHL. Lighter night tonight, but busy night last night, and lots of stories to follow. We hit on them next here on Sabers Live.
1: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone
2: 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.